Welcome to Belfast City Vineyard, where we are pursuing formation in the presence of Jesus, community gathered around him, and the impact he empowers us to bring in our families, city, and the world. The following message was given at one of our Sunday services. For more information, visit our website at BelfastCityVineyard.com. Good morning. Happy Easter. Jesus is risen. The darkness of Good Friday is over and the light and hope of the resurrection is upon us. No matter what we are carrying today, no matter what we're contending for, even in the face of very difficult news and reality around coronavirus and lockdowns, I bless you to receive the power of the resurrection this morning. It's a morning for hope, where we rejoice in Jesus and the victory of God over sin and death. And for those of us who know and follow Jesus, it's a morning where we remember and celebrate that we have been set free from the curse and chains of sin and brokenness. And we remember the certainty and hope of our own resurrection. It's a morning where we get to gather our strength, renew our faith, and prepare to go out in joy and the power of the Holy Spirit to proclaim what God has done for us in Jesus. This morning, I want to take a few minutes and continue with our sermon series called Open. All through Lent, we've been journeying, been on this journey of opening ourselves up to more of the person and work of the Holy Spirit. We've been asking, am I open? Do I want to be open to more of the Holy Spirit? How, how does that even work? And you can catch up on all the podcasts if you missed any of that. And part of that was preaching sermons uh, but there was way more going on in our lives. We intentionally made more space to be with Jesus as part of that. We had a prayer we prayed together every day as a church family saying, I am open to you, Holy Spirit. And I just really want to hear what God has done in your life and what you have begun to experience. And if you have a story of renewal, if you have a story of encountering more of Jesus by the Holy Spirit, I would love to hear from you. You can email me at andy at belfastcityvineyard.com. I would love to hear your story. So today I want to finish this series called Open, and I want to talk about the Holy Spirit and his role in resurrection. The Holy Spirit has an awful lot to do with resurrection, so it's so right and good that we're talking about this on Easter Sunday morning. He's present in Jesus' resurrection. He'll be present in our own resurrections. And right now, he is in you. If you are following Jesus, he's in you. The Spirit is in you, empowering you to live a resurrection life that preaches a message to a world that is desperate for a Savior like Jesus, even though it knows it not. It's the good news that we carry that will keep us confident and hopeful in Jesus, despite all that's happening around us. Join with me as I pray for us. Holy Spirit, come. We Again, we say as a community, we are open to you. Come and have your way. Would you show us how you are involved in resurrection? And would you begin to breathe resurrection on weary hearts, fearful hearts? Would you breathe resurrection over our lives, our friendships, our relationships, our marriages, everything? We pray that you'd hover over us as a community now and show us your goodness. Come, Holy Spirit. I've got three things 
to say to us this morning about how we, what's good news about the Holy Spirit and resurrection. Firstly, we can rejoice this morning, no matter what. We can rejoice because the Holy Spirit raised Jesus from the dead. Many of us know the Easter story that was read out for us earlier, the empty tomb, the angels, the women who were first to believe and hear the good news, the disciples who were a little bit slower on the uptake and couldn't quite get it the first couple goes around. We, we know we've heard about Jesus appearing to his disciples with the nail marks in his hands and the mark of the spear in his side, uh, but wonderfully alive, a resurrected bodily living Lord and Savior, just as he said would happen. 1 Corinthians 6 verse 14 says, By his power God raised the Lord from the dead, and he will raise us also. It tells us God raised Jesus from the dead by his power. God the Father and God the Holy Spirit were powerfully working together to raise God the Son from the dead on the first Easter. Whenever the Holy Spirit, God's personal presence, turns up, life and order come. We've talked many times about the Holy Spirit's presence in creation. As he hovers over chaos, life and order just appear and start happening. As God breathes the Spirit into Adam, he comes to life. When the Holy Spirit rests on people, their mission and purpose comes to life. When the Holy Spirit prompts us to tell other people about Jesus, salvation life happens. And people come to faith. When the Holy Spirit rests on and hovers over groups and churches, the kingdom comes to life. And as Jesus is in the tomb and the Spirit comes, death can't hold him and he is raised to life. And he is right now ruling and reigning and available to me and available to you. And whatever we are facing today, whether that's impact from lockdown and coronavirus, whether we are grieving the loss of a loved one this morning, whether we're trying to figure out the future in light of the loss of jobs and income, Whatever it is we're facing, we have a Savior, brother, and Lord Jesus who faced crucifixion three days in the, t- in the darkness of death and the darkness of the tomb. And he is risen and he is reigning. So take courage this morning and rejoice in the resurrection of Jesus and the presence of the Spirit there. We can take courage there. We can take hope there. But we also need to be aware because as Philip Yancey says, it actually, resurrection makes Jesus dangerous. This is my favorite ever quote about Easter. This is Philip Yancey. He says, in many respects, I would find an unresurrected Jesus easier to accept. Easter makes him dangerous. Because of Easter, I have to listen to his extravagant claims and can no longer pick and choose from his sayings. Moreover, Easter means he must be loose out there somewhere. Like the disciples, I never know where Jesus might turn up, how he might speak to me, what he might ask of me. As Frederick Beekner says, Easter means we can never nail him down, not even if the nails we use are real and the thing we nail him to is a cross. The resurrection makes him dangerous. We may not know what he asks of us or where he will turn up next, but we do know that he is with us profoundly. And when he turns up, he brings life and he brings order and he brings peace and resurrection all over our lives and over our tomorrows. Second reason we can rejoice. And the second thing I want to say to us is that the Holy Spirit will raise us up from 
the dead. We don't just rejoice in Jesus' resurrection, we rejoice in our own this morning, our future resurrection, and the resurrection of those we love, who loved Jesus themselves and have gone on to his presence before us. Resurrection work is Holy Spirit work. Jesus is the first fruits of resurrection, and those who have placed their faith and hope and trust in him will follow him in everything, including resurrection. In John chapter 11, verses 25 and 26, Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. And whoever lives by believing in me will never die. If we come to Jesus, we follow him in everything, including overcoming death. Romans 8:11 tells us that one of the roles of the Holy Spirit is to raise us up from death, the same spirit that descended upon Jesus at his baptism, the same spirit that was there raising him from his own tomb, lives in us and will give life to our bodies at the end of all things. And if the spirit of him who raised Christ Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of his spirit who lives in you. This is a pretty big reason to say I'm open, I'm wide open to the person and the work of the Holy Spirit. If we're here today saying, I'm not sure about the Holy Spirit, I don't think I want him, I've been warned off of him. When it comes time at the end of all things, we are going to get the biggest dose of the Holy Spirit we have ever gotten. I think we'd want to say, I'm wide open to the Holy Spirit. It's Holy Spirit work that covers us in our own resurrections. We will all face death at some point. The good news about Jesus is those who have come to faith in him and admitted our wrongs and brokenness and have cried out to him to save us and lead us, we face the future knowing the Holy Spirit will raise us up and we will follow Jesus in resurrection. This Easter, will you consider not just Jesus's empty tomb, but yours? And if you know Jesus, will you let courage rise in your heart right now that one day the Spirit will raise you up and you will follow Jesus in resurrection forever. No matter what you're facing today, your tomorrow is secure. And if you've never had the chance, if no one's ever given you the opportunity to reach out to Jesus and you want assurance today that you can face life and death with hope and confidence, will you respond to Jesus today and become his follower. Lastly, the Holy Spirit uh, wasn't just present in Jesus' resurrection. The Holy Spirit isn't just going to be powerfully present in our our resurrections. We can rejoice because the Holy Spirit is present in us now. We rejoice this morning because he's risen. We rejoice because we will be raised from the dead, but we also experience his life and presence and power now. He's in us and working. Life as a follower of Jesus or as a Christian isn't just believing some things and being good and then waiting to die and go to heaven. Jesus moves in to us by the Holy Spirit. Theologian called Wayne Grudem puts it this way, there's a real personal dwelling of Jesus Christ in us. And this does not mean that we merely agree with Jesus or his ideas are in us. Rather, he is in us and remains in us through faith. To overlook this truth would be to neglect the great source of spiritual strength that we have within us. 
To remember it destroys our pride, gives us a constant feeling of deep dependence on Jesus, and gives us great confidence, not in self, but in Jesus Christ working in us. That's what happens when we come to faith in Jesus. We're born again. We're made alive to God in Christ by the Holy Spirit who purifies and cleanses us and empowers us. God himself dwelling in us by the Spirit. We rejoice because that means we have access to Jesus' presence and his power at all times. And like I said, the Holy Spirit His work is resurrection work, and he hovers over our lives, and he hovers over our patterns, and he hovers over our attitudes, and he begins to work resurrection in our lives now. The threshold place of worship and action and power and abiding is in the heart of the follower of Jesus and the assembled church community. The very same spirit that works resurrection breathes life in us Now, Paul in Ephesians chapter 3 says it this way, that we are strengthened with power through the Holy Spirit in our inner being. Power to know the love of God for us intimately. Power to overcome sin and darkness and temptation. Power to serve and love others and extend God's kingdom in supernatural ways. The Spirit is within us, and He brings life, and He leads us. He brings order to our chaos. He speaks to us. He helps us in our problems and our troubles. He helps us to love well and serve well, and He leads us in a journey of formation and empowers us for community and impact in His name. So rejoice today. The Holy Spirit, the very breath and life of God, God's personal presence is within you and is an inner source of constant renewal and power. And if the Holy Spirit will raise you as he raised Jesus, and if he's in you now, giving you life, and he is in you with this inner source of constant renewal and power, then today is not a day for fear. Today is a day for moving forward in confidence. Despite any past failures in our lives, despite our perceived weaknesses and shortcomings, despite limitations from coronavirus, despite an uncertain future that is facing our city and the world, it is time to take courage and to ask, in light of the fact that the Holy Spirit is with me, working resurrection now and later, what is my assignment? What is my unique mission that the Spirit of God, the very presence of God within me, is breathing on and blessing? Will you step into your unique assignment? Will you take time this morning to hear the voice of Jesus speaking to you by the Spirit about what your assignment is and about where He is leading you into the future? If you don't know Jesus this morning, do you want to know your creator and savior God intimately, closely, not as a distance, not like a list of rules you need to follow, but up close, in fact, so close that he moves in and he dwells within you as a constant source of renewal and power, keeping you close to Jesus, securing your present and your future, breaking off the negative effects of brokenness and wrong patterns of thinking and acting? Do you want a new life and mission? Do you want a life full of his strength and power? Do you want his help and do you want his resources? Then I would say come to faith today in Jesus and become his follower and his friend. None of us have a future completely free of troubles or pain or disappointment 
or suffering, and we will all face death at some point. But in the face of those things, the empty tomb means that Jesus has overcome them. And he stands victorious this morning. And he is empowering us for this life now. And he's preparing a place for us to be with him in the life to come. And we stand equipped today to move forward into our futures. However scary they feel this morning, we can know that right now Jesus is with us and will always be with us. And he will deliver us from all things, even death itself. Let us rejoice in him. Let us turn to him for all we need. This Easter, it is so clear that our plans and our agendas that once seemed so certain and so important are now very uncertain. Will we turn to Jesus and his agenda, which can never be frustrated or stopped And will we reevaluate our lives in light of his cross, in light of his resurrection, and in light of our future resurrection and hope? And will we take some time and ask, what, in light of those things, what am I living for? Who am I actually following? Whose agenda do I hold the most dear? Where is my hope actually resting? What really matters in this life? And if you've never done so, would you give your life to Jesus this morning and respond to him? Would you cry out to him and tell him that you need him, that you believe in him, that you receive him, that you want to follow him? Will you confess that you've not always done right, but you want his mercy and his forgiveness and love to cover you, that you want him to save you forever, and that you want his agenda for your life to be first before anything else? Those of you who've been following Jesus for a long time, would you turn to him afresh today? And would you all over again confess your need of him? Would you recommit to following him? And would you again evaluate your life and then his agenda? And where does it sit versus your agenda? Would you put his agenda and mission back at the center of who you are and all you do? And will we all say this Easter morning that we are open to the resurrection life that the Spirit brings? Will you take confidence in the resurrection of Jesus, the resurrection of your own one day? And will we now cry out for the Holy Spirit to hover over our lives, to hover over our church, to hover over our city, to hover over our nation and our world and begin to breathe order to chaos, to breathe resurrection life wherever we are facing death. Where do you need a resurrection this morning? Is it in relationships with friends and loved ones? Is it in your marriage? Is it in your relationship with children or or grandchildren? Is it simply just your passion for life and your passion for Jesus? Do you need resurrection there? Is it resurrection for dreams that you, you have a dream that you would do great things with God and that's gone cold and it's been frustrated and confused, it's grown confusing? Do you need the Holy Spirit to breathe a resurrection life on those dreams so that you can take a step forward in ministry and leadership as you feel led and as you feel called. Will you cry out that he would hover over our church, that we would grow together in formation and community and then impact, that we would play a part in the city that is exponentially beyond 
what we could ever have dreamt of or imagined. Of course, we will cry out for the Holy Spirit to hover over our city and the nations of the earth and to breathe resurrection where this virus is wreaking nothing but chaos. We cry out to the Holy Spirit to empower us to live passionate and holy and transform lives for Jesus' sake. And we want to cry out that we are open and are holding nothing back. Let's pray. Holy Spirit, we come before you and we invite you now to hover over the nations of the earth. Would you drive back the work of this virus and would men and women and nations everywhere begin to have relief and freedom and health, bring order from chaos, Holy Spirit. We pray that for nations, we pray that for our city, we pray that for our friends, and we pray that for our families. We also pray that you'd hover over us and where we need resurrection in different areas of our life, would we have it, Lord? Would our passion return? Would problems be flattened? Would there be a resurrection and momentum to our lives that we've never known? Could we participate in what you're doing uh, locally, translocally, and globally? Again, would you empower us this Easter? Hover over us and save us. If you want to give your life to Jesus, pray this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I come before you. I come before your empty tomb, and I, I confess my need of a risen Savior like you. I, I need you and want you to save me. I believe you. I receive you. I confess my brokenness and my wrong thinking and my rejection of you and your ways. And I say, Lord Jesus, would you forgive me? I pray that your sacrifice would cover me and I receive all the work that you did for me on the cross. I want to follow you now. Empower me. Move into my life. I'm placing your agenda above my agenda. I want to follow you. Come into my life and save me now. If you prayed that prayer, I want to hear from you. You can email me at andy at belfastcityvineyard.com. And also, if you've been following Jesus for a while, and you know it's a day to recommit, that you've grown cold, that you have cried out for the Holy Spirit to bring resurrection to an area of your life, I want to hear from you as well. So email me at andy at belfastcityvineyard.com. I believe this Easter morning, Jesus, by the power of the Holy Spirit, is working resurrection across our city in dramatic ways, even across our church. So we rejoice together that the tomb is empty, that the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is in us, working through us and calling us home to Jesus and empowering us to serve him as Lord. So I bless you to go out into the world, a crazy mixed up world that is in desperate need of Jesus. And I bless you to go with resurrection power, to go in the power of the Holy Spirit, confident in Jesus, confident in your future resurrection, that you'll be with him forever, and confident that the same spirit and power that raised Jesus from the dead is in you, supplying all your needs. Intimate, life-changing connection with Jesus, power for anything you face, working in your life amazingly well. We have every reason to rejoice, every reason to be confident in Jesus, and I bless you this Easter to receive it all. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to this message. For all the latest information about what's happening in the life of our church, 
or if you have any questions or comments, head over to BelfastCityVineyard.com. <laughs>